Hi, FDR's Wheelchair fans. It's Brandon here. I just want to let you know that we will not be having an episode next week. I know, I know, I'm sorry. But we will be on another podcast next week. That episode will drop July 3rd. It's called The Story Of, where we will be talking about cults. Because you got to do at least three episodes in a row about cults to be a true podcaster. So Dave and I will be on the show uh, with the guys on the story of dropping July 3rd. So please check that out. And before I ramble on too long, let's get back to our second episode with Katie. FDR's wheelchair, and yep. we are back for one of a very. We, we I don't think we've ever done this, but a two part episode. I know this is our first two part episode. We have kept my cousin Katie in your basement for a week. <laughs> are you hungry, Katie? <laughs> no, I'm good. Don't. <laughs> Have the carpet. The, the the crumbs we uh, the crumbs of cheese that we yes. leave around. <laughs> <They're> plenty. <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep, yep. So we are talking about um, growing up in a very religious um, community, mm. almost commune, mm-hmm. I would say. So you're back for the second episode, and Dave just told me, I've got a story, I've got a story. <laughs> so. so today we're going to focus on like how you kind of escaped, for the better sake of a word, and you know what what you've had to deal with over the years, what you're currently dealing with, um, how's that, how that has led you to be who you are today. And I'm very interested to hear a lot about that. But before we go there, um, your sister, Sarah, mm-hmm. your oldest sibling, who I probably know better than all of your siblings because she's the oldest and, you know, I'm older than she is. So she always kind of, you didn't have to say older. You, older. We just assumed. Assumed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so even with the limited time that I would see Sarah on like holidays and stuff like that, we always got along. She mm-hmm. thought I was kind of cool, you know. I think mm-hmm. she thought my parents was cool. We 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 always just kind of had a decent, you know, relationship. But after you left and went to Oklahoma, didn't hear from her. Didn't hear from your parents. Didn't really mm-hmm. hear anything. So, the year is. It's 1999. I was going to mm-hmm. ask, was it before or after Nirvana came out? <laughs> after Nirvana. This is post-Nirvana. This right. is new metal. All right. All right. So, so we're, this is when Limp Bizkit's at their height. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're this doing is... some 41, uh, mm-hmm. Limp Bizkit, that kind of thing. Yeah, when the swing thing kind of was bit, you know, the red squirrel zippers or whatever. Squirrel nut zippers. Remember the squirrel nut zippers? <laughs> no. The squirrel nut zippers were awesome, They. They were kind of like a swingy rock band. Now we'll we'll listen to them when we're done. <laughs> it's okay. Yay. But, so please don't be done ever. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 1999, and it's right around Halloween, and mm-hmm. my ex-wife we had just bought a house, right? 
and we were living a normal life. I just started my job as a teacher. She had just started a job doing something. And we were living just a normal fucking life. No kids yet. What the fuck ever, you know, mm-hmm. day to day. So one day I'm home and my phone rings. And this is still in the day of landlines. And, um, probably had a cell phone, but people didn't use them regularly. And um, your father was on the other line. <laughs> oh, no, it's not funny because it's fucked up my weekend. <laughs> so... He only ate half a block of cheese out <laughs> Yeah. So he immediately said, who said, Damn. hey, this is, you know, da, 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 it's, this is your sister's dad. And um, I have a belief that she is coming to your house. I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, so what's going on? Well, she's run away and she's with a witch. And again, this is like me, like not knowing shit about shit about evangelical Christianity. I'm like, oh, fucking witch, it's Halloween. I'm like, I'm going to get real fucking cool. Like, yeah. He sounds said, hot. Yeah. <laughs> and she probably will be calling you and coming to your house. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't really know what's going on. And he says, what I need you to do is to make sure that she and the witch do not sleep in the same room. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and she was like, and, and, and she's 18 years old. She's graduated. Yeah. She's an adult. Yeah. She can do what the fuck she wants to do. So it kind of came clear, like in my mind, okay, she's running away from whatever crazy ass so, shit. Hold on. Dave. <laughs> Dave, did this go through your mind? <laughs> well, the witch can stay in my bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Are we referring to my wife or to the actual witch? <laughs> Ex-wife, and it, is the witch coming? Because I do know Stevie Nicks. I don't know any real witches, Fuck yes. but I do know fucking Stevie Nicks. Just, and if she's anything like Stevie Nicks, come on over. You just had that album playing over, didn't you? Fuck yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Lindsay Buckingham, but that's okay. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going on. So, I, I don't know everything because I don't remember. But hung up the phone. Okay, this is going to happen maybe. I don't know. Mm. The phone rings not too much sooner, and it's it's your sister. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And I guess she explained the scenario and she asked if her and her boyfriend at the time Joe could probably. come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was a little skeptical because I don't know what Sarah's going through and I don't know this dude. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. they could be sketchy as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She mm-hmm. probably was sketchy as fuck, you know, back yeah. then. I don't know. But I'm like, she's my cousin. I love mm-hmm. her and whatever. So I told my ex-wife at the time, like, yeah, this is going to happen. And. They came over, and like my initial impression was, okay, she escaped from this crazy evangelical place, and this guy that you're with, he seemed okay. So I was like, the vibe that I felt was it's okay for them to spend the night, Mm -hmm. and we'll figure it out from there. So Mm -hmm. the long story short, we were like, okay, we're going to take all of our valuables, and we're going to put them in our room Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. put them, because I don't know these no, I, mean, that's I didn't know your sister. I hadn't seen her for fucking years, and, and I don't know what people are capable. And she of, had so. to survive in the same environment sur- I did. Yeah, she so, had to yeah. survive in the same environment. So I'm like, all right, y'all can crash out here. Like, I didn't care about the like sleeping in separate rooms. I'm like, whatever. I don't care. You're 18. So 
I don't. To make a long story short, the next day or whatever happens, your parents are coming up in a big Jesus van or something. <laughs> <laughs> and we might have still had our Astro back then. They it might it was one of those kind yeah. of vans. All, yeah. Everybody had an Astro yeah. back then. Every <laughs> church had an Astro van. It was white and had those. Did they have like? You know, you the see those vans in the back. Sand <laughs> <laughs> streaks just down the inside of the window. A little bit of blood, but like they would Save have those, me, but in a different sense. Those stickers and magnets, like they were mm. white with the black print with the Bible verses. Did they have that shit? Not ours, but yeah. there were some that, uh, from from the nah. compound. I like those vans. Yeah, vans. those are cool. As fuck. Tinted windows, but yeah. just I want the imagery. So it's it's yeah. I have a quick question, Kitty. Mm-hmm. So you. You just literally said compound. Were you guys allowed to leave? Or was it like, I have to ask for permission to go somewhere? Like Yes, I the second one. Oh, um, okay. There were no, it's funny, I said I say compound because it was very much a mental compound. There were no fences, there was nothing. You were conditioned to stay there. And the kids that ran away and were brought back were put in isolation and had to do work hours and shit and like pick up wow. 50 gallon buckets of rocks and We're peel potatoes and shit. We're going to get to work hours after yeah. this story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you could leave. You still had to ask permission so people knew where you were, which I mean, I get that point at that part. If my kids needed to go somewhere, tell me, but it different light completely. Okay. Barbed yeah. wire yeah. and electric fences would have been cooler. That would have been way yeah. cooler. No. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. At least like James Bond shit. Very, uh, the great <laughs> escape. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Queen. Yeah. Oh, that was my yeah, favorite the, movie the, growing up. I, I bet it was, actually. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're fine. I think it, it well, it it's shorting out, I think, in my... It does that because... Oh, okay. Go ahead, Katie. Touch okay. the cord. Touch, <laughs> touch the button. Do whatever you need to do to fix the fucking sound. <laughs> Go ahead. I special status. Do you want to do it, Dave? No, he's I'm not, not allowed to. No. <laughs> you just said that like a sex phone operator. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> you did. She was oh a sex phone operator, dude. For like two years, yeah. Say it again. Do you want to do it again, Brandon? <laughs> say it. Say it. No. God damn it, say it. What do, what do you want me to say? What'd you say? Do you want to do it again, Dave? Or do you want to do it? Don't say it. Don't, no, no, no. Say Brandon. <laughs> We're fucking cousins. <laughs> hey, it's a church. You're fine. It's, it's okay. I charge $3 a minute. $3 so. a minute? Mm. I worked up to that. You could charge any. $3 That's a minute? That's a different story, though. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You got to set your own price? Yes. Through the website. So my wife is currently unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's a good time. And the website that I worked through, you could do audio, but then they also had an option for chatting. So you um, could have, you could you would get paid per volley uh, in the conversation, and you could have multiple chat windows open at the same time. Per volley? What do you mean? Like they say something, you say something. Like volleying the conversation. Like it's 15 to 25 cents. When you respond to them, so, their money goes in your account. Okay, so we're... Well, so if, <laughs> why don't you say, still do this? This is great money. I'm thinking about it. I keep it active. <laughs> I will do chatting every now and then. So, if I was a the worker mm-hmm. and I responded, I get paid for the response. Yes, they can reach out to you, um, but you don't get paid unless you respond. Because your point, the point is, you have to engage. I've been doing this for three years on the <laughs> podcast. And then every time they respond. You can get yeah. a quarter for everything you say. <laughs> I've been it's good keeping stuff. Dave hard for three years. <laughs> oh my God. Semi-flaxid. Semi-flaxid. <laughs> I don't care. Fucking volley. Whatever. <laughs> Can we get back to my goddamn story? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, sorry. 
Yes, Dave. What would you like to say? <laughs> Please say it. So press number one, and the penny said. <laughs> press two for a British accent. No, I'm just kidding. I can do that. He can do, I it, can do it. that. <laughs> Will you do it? No. <laughs> you haven't pressed the pound sign. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, David. How are you? Not <laughs> when you look me in the eyes. I'm, I'm fully lit. Yeah. <laughs> like most British people. <laughs> I'm doing it right. <laughs> All right, finish your fucking story. Right. So I don't have much of the story left because you, you really know what fucking happened. Kind of. Yeah. So her parents come up and the doorbell rings. And I'm telling you what, so this is the first house I ever owned. It's Halloween, so what do you do? You decorate the fuck out of your house, man. We've got ghosts and goblins and witches and shit. And have you ever seen the Halloween decoration where it's like the witch that's like crashing into the door? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we have one of those and stuff. So the doorbell rings. Open up the door. It's your dad clutching a Bible. And I thought it was I a planner. <laughs> I'm like, I thought it was a day planner. I'm like, oh, you're going to like make a calendar event. <laughs> no, it's a Bible shaking. Like the, mm-hmm. the house made him afraid. Yeah. Like. And he was very courteous and very nice and came in and your sister was there. And after that, I really don't remember what happened. I just remember that she came on an emergency. There was that interaction. Mm -hmm. Your parents took her somewhere to talk with the guy and Mm -hmm. this and that. It turned into a weekend. I remember my mom and dad like hanging out with her for a few days. Hmm. I don't like there were there were a few days, like two or three days where between me and my mom, like, she was up here and she was safe and taken care of and things yeah. like that. But outside of that, I really don't know what transcended from that. I don't know why it happened. I don't know what happened afterwards. I do remember she went back and left again. Yeah. Like she jumped on an airplane and yeah, came yeah, back. Yeah. Mm. And, like, there was all kinds of stuff. Do, do you remember that situation? I remember we came up here. Um, okay. I thought it was really cool because it's, like, I'm seeing my grandparents outside of uh, the days off that we would get and the, the trips that were okay. so, so for our listeners, your grandparents live close to yeah, where in, I live. Yeah, in Versailles. Yeah, in Indiana. So, yeah. you know, an hour drive away. Yeah. And your parents are driving up. and We drove so. up from Oklahoma. It was, um, t- it's, mm, it's about a 12-hour drive um, with minimal stops. Mm-hmm. Um, through nothingness exactly well it's up through st louis i mean it's actually kind of a pretty drive um but uh well from where you were from yeah yeah <laughs> the north <laughs> oh look anything's better than driving through the places. state of kansas that's nothingness that's horrible and it smells like cows all the time um but uh i remember we were coming up and i was really excited um but i couldn't show that i was so excited because sarah was you know in dire straits yeah um i remember staying with grandma grandpa while mom and dad met with Sarah and Joe. Um, I remember the next day or the day after that was when Sarah came to Grandma and Grandpa's and sat down at the table and um, Grandpa and Dad screamed at her for an hour, an hour and a half. And I had to sit there. I was not allowed to get up. You were not allowed to get up. They asked me my opinion. This was an example. I was in fifth grade. Yeah, it was an, yeah. oh, that's exactly what it was. It was an example, so I wouldn't stray from the path. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me now. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, like, can I go to Dave's house too? He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he smokes and, um, weed. I fucking beer. hate fish. <laughs> <laughs> I actually stopped at her house on the way to a fish concert a few years ago. Yeah, <gasps> that yeah. was that was years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh two, man, like we need to get together years. more often. We do need. It was like two years um, ago. That was insane. Mm-hmm. That, just how long it is. Oh, I have no concept of time. Um, but so I sat there and listened to them screaming, and then Grandma was crying, and Mom was crying, and when like sh- really shrill voices, and then you know, um, Katie, do you have anything to add? No, no, fuck no, I don't. I was terrified, um, and then. Sarah went to leave. Her car wouldn't start. When Grandpa was screaming at her, Dad had snuck out and taken the alternator out of her car. So she couldn't leave. And then I don't know how she persuaded him to put it back. I don't remember that. I just know she was able to leave by the end of the day. Um, And I didn't see her again for a very long time. I think until she... I don't think I saw her again until she got pregnant with Donna then. It was... So between Ages. that time that you saw her, was she on her own, or where, where did she go? Joe didn't. Oh wait, how do you mean? She was. I think she. Oh goodness, I know she and Joe lived in Oxford for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like Miami University and all. Yeah, 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 and like they had an apartment, and they both worked at Great Steak Potato Company. Okay, so she stayed away from that. She mm-hmm. was, she was independent, mm-hmm. yeah. living a life of sin. You know, um, can't remember too much more. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what I find strange, mm-hmm. and I'm not, it's not a judgmental thing. It's the way you refer to your family. Okay. It's grandpa and grandma and Sarah and you, you, you say formal titles for them. Yeah. Where like, I don't know, Dave, if you're, if you're this way, like mm-hmm. my family, I'm just like. Yeah, dickhead Ron, my uncle. And, you know, this guy, you know, it's, oh um, yeah, it's very jovial. It's it's um, we have nicknames it, for each other. We respect like, was beaten India. Yeah, like I, I'm I don't pro- not you. <laughs> it might be regional because I'm more along the lines of Katie here. I don't. It, it yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, that could be that. And like mm-hmm. again, as an outsider, I I you were like grandma, grandpa. Like, yeah. If I didn't get along with my grandma and grandpa, I probably wouldn't. Oh, understood. That. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, my well, family's weird because we're just weird fucking California liberals. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. The best kind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Living in homeless tents all the time, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I call my, my grandma Mimi because yeah. she didn't want to be called grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wanted to be called Mimi, and that's all I could pronounce when I was a kid. And, and that's yeah. very common everywhere for people to call their grandparents. Yeah. Like it, I. And like, a kid name like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like my grandpa, I, I call him different names. Like I can call him Barry. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get pissed off. So yeah. Yeah. Or oh, I call yeah. him Grampy. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on the mood I'm feeling, but yeah, it doesn't. With you, it doesn't seem like you have alternatives. No, there were no alternatives. Yeah. Whatsoever to call an adult by their first name as a child was the most disrespectful thing you could do. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. Because I was... There are titles that are to be well, respected. Well, it's funny. Like, like you can call the... him by his first name, but when I was five years old, I would call your grandfather Uncle Bud. Yeah. It would be first name. So it's just... Yeah. 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 Well, and kids from the from Versailles Church would call him Bud. Yeah. 
But no, I called him, you know, I was to call him a grandpa and shit. Yeah, I kind of see it. I mean, I When I was deconstructing, I, this is how rebellious I am. When I was deconstructing, I changed my parents' name in my phone to their first and last name. I didn't even put mom or dad next to it because I couldn't reconcile. Oh. So, I mean, yeah. I've kind of dabbled and then, I mean, they're back to being mom, Beth Hart. And you know, it's yeah. weird because I do have parts of my family that are conservative Christians mm-hmm. and I got yelled at at a family reunion one time for calling my uncle by his first name mm. and I was 20 God. yeah I was 24 and I I just went Ron mm-hmm. and he went that's your uncle and I was like I know he reminds me every fucking day he's my <laughs> I was being kind of joking about yeah, it yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no you call him uncle so he didn't Ron. get offended but somebody else got but offended Ron for didn't him. get offended but someone like but somebody else did but yeah. yeah an elder oh, of the God. family and I was just like what the fuck so like I asked Ron and Ron was like Fuck you! Don't call me fucking Uncle Ron. <laughs> like, Ron. So now he—we actually make a joke out of it. He'll text me, be like, "Fucking nephew." <laughs> you know, I'm like, All right, fucking uncle. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's I, great. I, I, that's what I recognized in yeah. that of what you were saying. Like you call him grandma, grandpa. Like, yeah. For some reason, there has to be a hierarchy within Everywhere. the church. Yeah. In and that's a, a way of controlling you. Mm-hmm. So when I call my uncle, I go, I and I literally, I will text him and go, fucking Ron, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, fucking nephew, what are you doing? <laughs> and it, it's, we're joking, yeah. but if I was in a different society, say, like a religious society, yeah, you can see that I'm, I'm kicking it back against the system. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's against that, uh, the whole umbrella thing. Yeah. I mean, that extends... Oh, all over. Explain the umbrella real quick. The umbrella is the idea that God is like the big part of the umbrella. Mm -hmm. The father is the umbrella to the family and the mother is the umbrella to the children. And they all answer to the higher Mm -hmm. power. Very patriarchal and barfy. But Mm -hmm. um, so that's I mean, but that is I've noticed that in in other aspects of the family, like with grandma and grandpa. And then like I can't say my aunt's names without if. Like, without the title of aunt, without feeling very weird. Okay. Still to um, this day. To this day. Yeah. I, not that anybody could do shit about it. But right, right, like, right. But you still would, yeah. just to, to break the, the, the awkwardness, you would yeah. still say aunt. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, I don't make my kids do that. First cousin, and, once removed first Dave. Cousin. <laughs> every, <laughs> address me as that every single time. Every single time. Yeah. Cousin yes. Dave. I'll change you on my phone right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dick wad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's it struck me very clearly how you do it because I know families do do that, mm-hmm. and um, my family is very weird, so we're not conformist that way. Like I, my aunt um, on my mother's side, like I call her Lily, I call her Lee, I call her Aunt Lee, I call her Auntie. I, like, it depends on the day what I'm feeling. Like it, it really is weird. My uncles, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's different. But you are very clearly in one direction, and even though you have left your faith, your mm-hmm. your your background, you still say grandma, grandpa. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very uh, ingrained. <laughs> yeah. Um, so which is yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, so with that being said, you are who you are today. That's a very true statement. Yes. And, <laughs> and you are still going through a process. Absolutely. To where you are dealing with your childhood, your young adulthood. Mm-hmm. And like we all are, we're still becoming ourself. Yeah. And that doesn't stop. I mean, we're, we're lifelong people, right? Yeah, yeah. So explain a little bit, because I've heard you use the phrase deconstruction a lot. Mm-hmm. And I understand the meaning of the word. And I have an idea of what that means in context of your experience. But I really don't know. I'm glad you brought that up, Dave, because mm-hmm. I, I noticed that, too. You say deconstruction as you say it in the same way as you say grandma and grandpa. Yeah. So it's a it's a term you've obviously learned. Yeah. And have gone through. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. a buzzword. And I'm neurodivergent. So I copy. I sometimes I copy what I say because it feels good to say right. <laughs> it's a feel good sure. word. Sure. <laughs> so that's yeah, what dude. that's what the deconstruction is. But I feel like I. You know, I learn a new word and I incorporate it into everything. And, um, but because, the, yeah, that's, it's been pivotal in who I am as a person. Um, from what I've researched and all that shit, deconstructing is not, and it's, oh, oh man, that's uh-huh. a buzzword with evangelicals because to them that's abandoning everything, writing everything off, and just saying, fuck the system. When in reality, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> which, I'm all yes. about it now. <laughs> I've got some records that we can play right now. <laughs> <laughs> When in reality, it's exactly what it sounds like. You are just taking apart everything mm-hmm. down to the grassroots to figure out what resonates with you, what doesn't resonate anymore. It could be the whole throwing the baby out with the bathwater. So this is Bernie Sanders taking the mittens but, off. But isn't yeah. that isn't that what they did with you? But they denied you the actual deconstruction part. They de- deconstructed you. Kind of, yeah. But they didn't give you all the information. Uh, exactly yeah and that had to do with a lot of the um indoctrination and shit and even some of the information some most of the information i was given wasn't based on fact it wasn't based on science it was based on uh um a bronze emotional book. yeah <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah yeah um something akin to being as uh realistic as you know lord of the rings like something like you wouldn't take the Lord of the Rings and say everything happened. And this is, you know, it's just stupid. It's a okay, fantasy book. Okay, we can book. fight about that. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, have done this I, <laughs> I have done this podcast with Ben and Brandon for a year. And all they fucking talk about is Lord of the Rings and shit I don't care about. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. So uh, it's just taking apart everything. And. I started that three years ago was when I really started. I knew things weren't right, you know, like this just doesn't feel good. It doesn't seem right. I'm actually watching videos that are evidence-based. Like, it's so weird. It's simple, but it was really confusing to me. Just things on evolution. I was never taught about evolution. I didn't know anything because it was all creationism. And it, everything was made in seven days, and then or six days, and then on the seventh day, God rested, and all this shit. And there was no talking about the Big Bang theory. There was no talking about um, the shitty show. Anything. <laughs> it's really terrible. It's really terrible. Yeah. You've never had the pleasure of saying punctuated equilibrium. I don't think so. Damn. <laughs> it's fun to say. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, oh gosh, where was I? 
Um, sorry, your de- deconstruction, <laughs> um, evolution, just taking everything apart. Yeah, and it started about three years ago, and um, I just it, it all kind of happened at once. Like I started the phone sex operating, <laughs> and I started exploring different things, and I started just reading everything I could that was deemed don't do this and so three years ago i really just started doing everything i was told not to do and that helped with the deconstruction process so (laughs) interesting enough we connected about three years ago Mm -hmm. five years ago where was your mind oh no i was terrible i was still a part of the faith you were five years ago you were part of the faith yeah so i didn't realize it was this recent yeah oh yeah no terrifying i'm thinking we're talking about like 10 years behind no. We're talking about a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, within the this last is decade. really, really, really fucking recent. Not yeah. the last decade, the last three years. Well, I mean, that's within the last decade, right? <laughs> but, but, but no. But since the time we've connected, this is when it started. Yeah, around the same time, because I was like, "You're welcome." <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, that I mean, that was reaching out to you, getting back into in touch. I'm like, well, mom and dad were wrong about so many things. They had to be wrong about Dave. And it, I mean, there was just so much. Well, wrong you know. about me. What well, they said about yeah, me. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> let me talk, talk to, about. Let me talk to mom and dad. We'll, we'll oh no, you don't. Want to, <laughs> I'm not going to subject you to that. Oh. Um. Well, I've, I've dealt with worse. I, <laughs> well, you were the one who helped Sarah. I did what? You were the one who helped Sarah. I did help. You helped her. You. you I helped their daughter. <laughs> you brought. You gave her a place to stay. And you did, were supporting her actions. I gave her by food. and yeah. Do you were actually. So do they you, talk to you? You you, you no. homed you, you gave But they still think that they shit. still blame you partly for helping her in her rebellion. So you for being um, family. For doing what family does, got right on. Help. So you, you clothed and homed somebody mm-hmm. that was an outcast. Yeah. 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 Fucking what? Satanist. Am I Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More I just, than they are. I shouldn't have got a haircut. <laughs> I should have <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow. I wasn't going to say it, but uh. <laughs> it had to be said. <laughs> no, no. Oh my god! Oh. Well, I still love your parents. That's good. Talk about that. How about that? That's that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> Christian. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so yeah, it all kind of started around the same time, like mm-hmm. deconstructing, reading books, reading self-help books, getting witchcraft books, and reading those just because I fucking could. And then I'm like, I did practice a lot of witchcraft, a lot of different ways. Um, I think I'm just not, I mean, like I still like it and shit. I'm just way more toned down than what I was because at first it was like, no one can tell me what to do. Yeah. I'm going to get all the crystals. I'm going to do all the incantations. I'm going to do spell jars and shit, which is great. It was because to be honest with you, like at a point I'm like, you're just going like again, it was, it it felt like a rebellion. Yeah. Cause it was finally at, you know, I was in my late twenties when, when I finally gave myself permission to think for myself that's again that's weird language okay (laughs) give yourself permission yeah um i think dave and i would 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 agree that we have never thought of ourselves as give ourselves permission right it's automatic permission yeah it's just like because i'm myself fucking doing this so yeah like um, yeah for real like Dave, it, it was secular. I grew up in the Catholic Church and stuff, mm-hmm. but I was very big punk rock kid, mm-hmm. and nobody told me that I needed permission. So if like 
that even came up, it was no, and it was even like rebellious. It was like no, because you're wrong. Because I've studied this, 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 and mm-hmm. this, and the dead Kennedys told me so. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, no, you're wrong. Like, it, yeah, okay, dismissed. I'm moving on. Where how you are talking is that you have to give yourself permission mm-hmm. to go against something that you think is wrong. Whereas Dave and I came from a background where like it's automatic. Fuck around, find ah. out. Yeah, type thing. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. all right. No, you're wrong. Yeah. And if you don't think I'm right, I'm just going to go listen to my music. Yeah. <laughs> like, and. It, yeah. It, it, I'm it's... still coming into that. Right. Um, realizing I have autonomy. Yes. Which is yeah. weird. And that, oh my God, the manipulation runs deep. With it does. Making people's hearts sad. And, oh, and this is what comes from. And not to shit on Christianity, because not all Christians are like this, um, but from where I am standing, I have a major beef with Christianity because, and this is a rabbit trail, sorry, but this very much feeds into how I was raised. Your deity is unhappy with what you are doing, and you are responsible for his emotions and his happiness. That's the most narcissistic, like, codependent, like, that's not healthy. No. And and, and not only And he's going to throw me in hell. The deity unhappy he's capricious about it too he, he and let me save you the from the cosmic temper tantrum i'm gonna throw if you don't choose me anyway yeah. i'm gonna make you gay but yet be unhappy that you're gay yeah right it's a fucking sadist right. um but um yep. <laughs> <Yes>. exactly <laughs> so <laughs> taking that deity as the prime example having authority figures parents teachers who believe that is the exact way they should be treating people and I couldn't make God happy. I couldn't make my parents happy. Um, couldn't make yourself happy. I couldn't make no. myself happy. And then um, I was just talking about this with Scott the other day. Um, and Scott's her husband. Yeah. I couldn't do right by anyone because even if, like, all my, there was no being off by yourself for too long. You couldn't be in your room for too long. Um, you had to be around other people. Any thing you were spending too much time on was an obsession like if i played guitar too long or if i, I, sang I was about too to say long. that's how i learned playing guitar was <laughs> right. well, by myself too did long it. <laughs> that's Jared how you did it fucking play guitar good is to play it too long <laughs> yeah right. yeah tell me it calluses for fuck's sake yeah. um but when jared did it it was fine um of course because he has a penis oh yeah. that's yeah, yeah that's my brother and he's fantastic and like again i have no ill will towards him he recognizes how fucked up everything was. Um, hey, at your grandfather's funeral, who it was Jared and who was playing the folky music? Ooh, I don't there remember. There was some folky music going on. There was a was Jared it, was playing guitar. Was it Lauren? No. Couldn't she sing? She can sing. She can play guitar. They were playing yeah. at his funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Deconstruct that for a second. <laughs> yeah. Just torch it. Um. So, oh God, I was on a, I was on a train of thought. Um, yeah, those, those come and go on this yeah. show. <laughs> and we and didn't it's even, on fire. We didn't even bust out the edibles yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking military edibles. You know. <laughs> I, f- I have fucked him over on military grade edibles before. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Lots awesome. of fun. Do you want to tell me, do you want to hear the story? Yes, please. Let's tell it. Okay. So Dave was like, hey, Amy's got access to edibles i went cool i'll take some 
<laughs> and he was like, all right, cool. So he comes over, he brings me an edible, like like Applejack edible or something like that. I was like, sweet. So my wife was going to work that Saturday. Yeah. I had that Saturday off, and I'm like, sweet. The um, Zack Snyder Justice League cut just came out, which is four and a half hours long. I'm like, perfect, because I'm waking up. She's going to be home when this movie ends. It's going to be great. I'm just going to take half of the edible that Dave gave me. I forgot what reality was. <laughs> I would come to like every 30 seconds be like, God, fuck you, Dave. Like, <laughs> why did you fuck me up so much? And then off I would go. I went to work on that edible. I, I don't know how you did that. That's brave. Like, the, I, I, I came to at one point and there were Norwegians singing in Aquaman. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? And then off I would go again. And then I come back. But like, God damn it, Dave. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> and then off I would go again. And I came back to it. And I called my wife. I'm like, Dave fucked me over. And she's like, what? And off I would go again. I <laughs> good drugs. And what's funny, there's a point to where the drugs are so good, you don't forgive the other person for giving you so angry. good drugs. <laughs> I was, it was, it was terrible. It sounds. Well, no, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of terrible. Like, it, it went back and forth like, it's like, yeah, cool. I'm really getting into this move. <laughs> Why are the walls moving? <laughs> Who am I? Does does existence is that? Why are they singing to Aquaman? All right, fuck. Uh, my wife's calling me. Hold on, babe. Um. Okay, the the cupboard's moving again. What? I don't know. The cupboard's moving again. Oh fuck, Dave. So this it went round for like six hours. That's how it went round. That so Dave's not allowed epic. to bring drugs to my house. <laughs> That's okay. I keep them. No in drugs, home. no buttons, Dave. No buttons. <laughs> now, now I know how the buttons feel. <laughs> he keeps finger fucking us. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so what were we, what were we talking about? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> oh, uh, the 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 reality of of going from the Christian state into a more secular state, mm-hmm. I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I was talking about. Oh, just how multi-level the manipulation is, mm-hmm. because you've got this, you know immature deity who can't regulate his own emotions and so the authorities were like that not Mm -hmm. all of them there were some really cool people who actually were psychologically healthy on some level um i don't believe my parents fell under that category Mm -hmm. i think they're working on it good you know good uh they're not going to therapy or anything but whatever um they're drinking more so (laughs) hey that solves a lot of problems but um I was talking to Scott, and it's like, I could never do anything right. And I'm not being like, oh, poor me. It was literally, I either wasn't doing enough spiritual work, or I wasn't, or I was spending too much time in my room. I couldn't spend too much time journaling, unless it was isolation. There was one time where, I don't know what I got in trouble for, but I had to spend an hour or two hours in my room copying out 
God, that some, seems amazing. Some. <laughs> I, I wish I could be like. Now I wish you for had it. to spend three hours in a room. I'm like copying down scripture, yes, oh. copying down scripture, and then telling them what I think the lesson was for them telling me what scripture. Like, what was the lesson of us assigning you the scripture to write out? Mm. Isolation was terrible. It was awful. Um, now it's like I don't, I don't like people. Like, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, then I would find something I did like. Uh, and if it didn't align with what I what they thought I should be, then it was, you're hurting us, you're hurting God. They very much manipulated the um, scripture to fit their own agenda. And I see that throughout my life, throughout oh, yeah. a lot of people's lives, a lot of stories. It's very common. But it was brought down to such an emotional, just... They call them popes now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's something they could excel that excel at, um, and just coming into my own and giving myself, like like you said, the permission and and f- being like, I've always had the power to say fuck you. I've always, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a very much still I get stuck in mental hamster wheels because it's like what okay. I was conditioned for and trying to get out of that and, um. Part of that was entering my hoe phase and yeah. being a phone sex operator and like, oh, I'm not being struck by lightning right now. This is actually a yeah. good thing. I'm providing for my family. Right, right. Um, I can be free and I can do, I can whatever do something. whatever the fuck I want. And it's okay. Yeah. It's simply okay. And I don't answer to them. Right. They still, for a long time until they realized they couldn't, held that over, specifically Sarah and I, mm-hmm. because we were the females the and we females. answered to the patriarch. Yeah. And the guys didn't. They could do fuck all and they would never do anything wrong. And it's still like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, I, I did want to touch on, on doing the sex work on, on the phones a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. How did you fall or, or get into that? Or was that a rebellion? Like, fuck it. I'm going to talk to dudes about this. <laughs> like, I think was honestly... Like, the it's phone again, sex, the, yeah. the the witchcraft, yeah. that that sounds rebellious. It sounds mm-hmm. teenagey. Yeah. It, in yeah. a way. In a it, way it does. A, Part of that did come way, from the yeah. being so inundated with the purity culture. One of the only ways I could really liberate in that uh, environment is I started writing smut mm-hmm. when I was like 15, 16. Because that's the only action I could. I didn't kiss a guy until I was in college. I didn't have sex until I was in college. But you I, wrote smut I wrote, at 15? I wrote a lot. But based what upon I thought what it you was, knew, what about I Google was it, pictures and was then it clear funny the shit? search? It's funny. Right shit. now it's funny because I know how to write better. I'm really good at it, and I do, I do it for it? pay somewhere in my that, attic. Oh, that'd be funny I write shit. custom erotic it. stories for people. No, um, uh, but part that was part of my yeah. What I could do as a teenager was write, yeah. and then so I started looking huh. into ways I could actually make wow. money doing erotica okay. and smut. And all of that kind of was a vacuum to finding these websites where that I makes could. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> where it I does. Could. It makes a lot of sense. I'm very good at role sense. playing. I can do all of that because of yeah. building that up okay. in my teen years. Was it therapeutic for you? Very much so. I'm sure it was. Huh. Very much so because wow. and it, was, it was therapeutic for me in high school. Up until middle school, I couldn't journal safely because part of the counseling sessions were taking my journals and having them be read out loud 
in the counseling sessions with my mom in the room. So I couldn't write about my mom and I couldn't write about who I had a crush on because that was impure thoughts and shit. So I couldn't safely journal. So I learned how to journal what they wanted to hear and I learned how to have a separate one. And then in high school, they ended up just leaving me alone because all they could read was the journal that they agreed with and all the spiritual prairie stuff huh. not prairie <laughs> you know what i mean praying the prayer journals and everything it's called bullshit it is called bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that on the prairie um but uh so yeah i learned how to kind of live a dual life back wow. then. <laughs> that is mind-blowing and mind-opening from the outside i would have to agree and then they would wow. be offended by what they read and i'd get lectures on that which it which seems weird. Like, how can you be offended about what I write? And what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, because if it puts them in a bad light, mm-hmm. then I don't know. I would think that maybe just don't treat people like shit, and you'll get written uh, reviews that are bad. You know. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Right. Basic but, capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't be a shitty person. You know? So so let's fast forward like to today, like. Mm-hmm. So where are you now where you are I'm okay? In the basement. Hmm? basement. <laughs> Did you say that in a um sex <laughs> No I tried. like twenty five cent <laughs> response? Do I, I owe know. you a quarter? Shit, we're Asterisk. we're we're five hundred dollars in the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> She's been responding too much. <laughs> How are you today? You engage them the and then you talk about politics and they'll talk for hours and mm. then you're just racking up. So like, yeah, it's, like I think you owe me five hundred dollars. I owe you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Half so of the miles of my car for your goddamn show. Touch my toes. <laughs> Still flaxing. Oh my god. Always. Always. So oh like like so 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 what work do you feel like you still need to do? And where do you think you are okay? What have you grappled with? And what do you still need to grapple with? And then I want you to talk about a little bit more about the relationship, you know, with your parents, because mm-hmm. it seems like they have done. I'm going to give them a little bit of credit. Mm. They have done some work. Yeah, they have. They, definitely done they some have work. not throw you under the bus. Not they yet. communicate with you. They're not 100 percent like, oh, my. I mean, you are the antithesis of what they believe. Mm-hmm. And you have an open line of communication with them. So I kind of would like you to characterize all of that a little yeah. bit for us. Um, I recognize their growth. I think if they were still mm-hmm. stuck in that mental state that they were at Cooks and uh, not Whoa. that <laughs> at took some pills, took some pills. <laughs> yeah, um, that I don't think anyone's going to hear it anyway. But um, <laughs> not this podcast. Not this podcast. No. <laughs> if I didn't recognize it, if I didn't see it, because if you know, because of my own growing, I wouldn't be as uh in contact with them but i also recognize that i'm not them Mm -hmm. and a big part of discipline growing up was taking away things that you enjoyed to teach you a lesson a lesson so whether that's the radio whether if i lost my guitar for a week because i was playing secular music uh, and i mean john denver shit like not even real secular music um i think if you took my guitar away from me at 16 i would have rampaged yeah oh yeah um and I'm not them. And I know mm-hmm. they enjoy seeing their grandkids. Mm-hmm. I do educate their grandkids about what I've been yeah, through. Sure. But I'm not going to cut those lines because sure. they're not a threat to them because 
You're they in have charge. to go through me, and I'm the fucking boss. Damn straight. And so, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that patriarchy so, bullshit. Fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, and the fact that they even went back on firing me shows immense growth. It shouldn't happen in the first place, because mm-hmm. um, I don't have to just justify my existence to anyone, and a job shouldn't fuck be yeah. contingent on. They're having a conversation <laughs> about bringing you back. I mean, that's big yeah. deal. Yeah, no, yeah, you, that's that's major growth. That, you don't need to justify your existence to anybody. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's I, a big deal I'm trying to... That, that, that's one thing I'm trying to unfuck in my head is that I don't answer to anybody. Yeah. And you know? um, I've only known you for a few hours, but I can under I can see that struggle within you of justifying your existence and you saying it out loud was mm-hmm. the first time you said it where I know you want to fucking say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Saying things out loud. Um, and randomly, actually, um, I think my kids are worried about me because I'll just and like when the okay, when the mean intrusive thoughts, when the old thoughts and thought patterns, I will I make it a practice to say, "Oh fuck off!" out loud. So I sound like I'm just screaming to the mm-hmm. wall, <laughs> and my kids are like, "Mom, you okay?" Yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> just mean yeah. thoughts. Don't worry about me. Right. Um, but grappling with. Um, <laughs> and have you that, vacuumed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Worry about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, and yeah, it definitely is a struggle because being my own person, um, knowing I don't answer to my husband, it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. One is not more authoritative than the other. We're in this together. Do you know that Katie's husband is an elected? Republican <laughs> in the state of Indiana. Yep. I'm sure I've yelled at him on, on <laughs> Twitter. Sure. Probably. No. <laughs> the, o- the office is this big. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But yeah, is it's it like teeny tiny? Um, and I think he ran for school board. I don't know if he got it or not. And if I don't know, he's polyamorous. I don't know if he got it. I don't pay attention anymore. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> we check in with each other, like. Whenever we see each other, <laughs> we may cohabitate, but we just don't see each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just that I, and teaching my girls specifically that they don't answer to anybody. Mm, I mean, I am yep. the boss of the house. Like, yep. don't be disrespect and a healthy respect without the manipulation. Right. Without that. That's a big thing. That's alien to me. And I'm learning that and failing and then learning and failing. And, you know, as one does, um, and just, I don't know, I have a, a couple very good, safe people that I can talk to. You being one of them. Um, Sorry. No. <laughs> no, you're safe. That's a feeling. It's, yeah, it's sure. I, I tend to attach to people when I feel an absence mm-hmm. in their presence. And my shoulders okay. aren't up in my ears. And my chest isn't tight. And my shoulders aren't tight. And that's an absence of all of that tells me that they're safe. Because all of my childhood was tight muscles and yeah shoulders wow. up, um, mm. so I learned to and, and learning what I like and enjoy and what's good for me based on the absence. Because I like watering my garden, and because that doesn't make me on guard. And listening to my body. And another thing I'm grappling with is I'm going back to therapy and being okay with that, and that I don't know all the answers. And self-help books only go so far. Like, we know True. this. Right. But being so independent because 
I was left to my own devices growing up, it's hard for me to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And it's totally human to ask for help. Right. And it's natural. It's natural. It's what you should do. We are like and pack animals or and whatever. And you're there. So, yeah. And just a lot. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot. I think after yours, wheelchair loves you. Yay! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huzzah. But since you're on FDR's wheelchair, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was eye-opening. And I think over the last two episodes, we have really seen firsthand what life is really like inside a world of a patriarchal, mm-hmm. evangelical society and mm-hmm. how it is damaging to children and what they have to grapple with today as adults. And fortunately for you, you know, you are coming through those things. You're still going through therapy. It has been a short time period. With a licensed therapist. With a li- <laughs> actual licensed therapist. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you, you are one of the lucky ones. A lot yeah. of people have not had that. I, I wouldn't say, you know, no, fortunate. You are very lucky, and I think Dave and I are very lucky too. Because I, I grew up in a very religious household, is Catholic, mm-hmm. and stuff. But my parents weren't forcing down my throat. I went to a Catholic school all my life, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was very liberal Catholic, mm-hmm. so we're I'm pretty chilled with it. Mm-hmm. My parents are pretty chilled with it, and stuff. But I have noticed in your body language, just sitting here when you talk about it. Your hands are crossed <laughs> over, and yeah. you are looking, yeah. Dave, and you are nodding your head like, "Yep, mm-hmm. yep." Like, yeah, eye contact. Like, like you're the good girl. Yeah, and I, I, I it's don't. It's a great mean, facade. I don't <laughs> it, because it's, she's bad as fuck. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> bad at the moon. And it's a facade that you've you've, you've obviously yeah. uh, rehearsed before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Dave and I aren't familiar with that acting aspect, where it mm-hmm. is. I was able to listen to music I wanted to do, play guitar I wanted to. No one told me what I did. Mm-hmm. My mom would yell at me for playing it out of tune. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I also grew yeah. up, like, my next-door neighbor, they were Catholic, but they were, like, Jesuits. So they mm-hmm. were more progressive. Mm-hmm. I had another friend. They were um, Methodists. Their um, their minister was a female. So their religious experiences were always very positive and very mm-hmm. inviting and very... It wasn't me. It wasn't what my family was. But I had a vision that people who were, were like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. And it and was okay. I didn't know that side. I didn't know it. Yeah. And, and like you, Dave, I, I'm, wasn't, I'm aware of it, but I wasn't privy to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, congratulations <laughs> from escaping it. Thank and, you. And... Um, yeah. You always have a friend in FDR's wheelchair. We're, awesome. we're, we're a safe space. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. We're not licensed therapists. <laughs> no, not at all. No, but we have okay. good wine. And <laughs> we have mint and water. That's fantastic, yes. Yeah. We have three dogs. Huzzah. Yeah, huzzah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I I hope you don't mind me saying, but you, I can tell you're yeah. a little guarded when you oh, talk about it. yeah. Hold your hands apart. Fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll sit on my hands. Um, <laughs> just don't yeah. masturbate to get <laughs> God yeah. damn it, Dave. Hey, what's your husband's name? Like, <laughs> like, hey, buddy, I need you to strip for me for a second. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. 
Yes. <laughs> like, oh, one more, another thing I was thinking about uh, to add on, yeah. um, learning how to engineer and construct sentences in conversations to deflect even an eighth of an inch this way or that way, add on some spirituality and you will have distracted the person trying to interrogate you. Oh, you're very skilled Like at that's, it. that's, yeah. you get yeah. really, really skilled and then just bullshit. But you have to learn how to finesse past it. past four hours in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. It's, it's a hard habit to break. Oh, it's uh, just speaking mm-hmm. straight. Ooh, just speaking straight. Um, it's very liberating just to say fuck you, and it's very liberating to. Yeah. Well, we. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that she was she was looking at Dave. I literally said fuck you. Fuck you, Dave. Like, <laughs> <laughs> See, I know you're a safe space. I can do this. Yeah. I can do this here. It's great. Yeah. yeah. We're a very safe space, so that's excellent. Uh, thing. I know. We, I feel it. I yeah. feel an absence, which is great. Yeah. So the absence of the talk about coming out on Facebook. That was fun. Yeah. I don't think I'd done that before. Yeah. I mean, I had like I've always advocated and been an ally and shit, but I'm like, this is the year. I mean, if I'm gonna be fired for being polyamorous, I'll just come out as bi because I'm already pissing off everybody anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even hide it because you can choose who sees it, and I didn't because I have I have a list. You have um, a list. You can show friends. You can show friends except for oh, and I, most of family members like grandma and shit and i didn't even do that i'm like she's gonna love me or hate me and i don't care because yeah. mom's always like what if grandma sees that there was yeah. a there was a picture Dude, she's f- old fucking hundred year old grandma is on the social media <laughs> i know she can click some shit she's smart dude. she's very smart she's, she's smart. brilliant she's shit together yeah. she's brilliant um it's just heartbreaking uh because she's in the same boat as as aunt amy and aunt peggy I and i know kathleen and see there kathleen i didn't say kathleen (laughs) um yeah but it's like i can't worry about that anymore you can't because i don't want my kids to be me in this i mean like i always wonder what would i have been you know and there we have gone to a lot of fish shows together that's all i have to say there it is you are realizing like what if i didn't have to go through this Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and what would have my what would my life have looked like? I could have been on Broadway for fuck's sake. I could have done no. anything. No, no, I couldn't. No, <laughs> you'd be Thanks, where, Dave. no, you'd be where you are now, just sooner, just way sooner. So yeah. it's okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'd be where you are now. You are in a good spot. Yeah, there's work to be done, but you're in a good, good. Place. I mean, like, well, yes, absolutely. I meant like professionally. Like I could have, I, I. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm. I would not change. I would still have a past little kids. I like a big house and I like the yeah. chaos. Yeah. yeah, and that's been so liberating to decide and mm-hmm. realize that yeah. outside of the quiverful movement, outside of the right. purity, outside right. of all of that right. shit. It's like I still would have had. Yeah, you know, six hellions. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Now I love on the opposite side of things, I got early on. I got all my fucking degrees and all my certifications and all this shit. And mm. now I'm like, oh, fucking so bored with that shit. I don't want to do anything else. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of had like kind of the opposite. Yeah. So yeah, be happy where you're at. It's good stuff. It's yeah. real good stuff. And teach be my proud kids of who to... you are. Be, to, be proud of where you are now. Be mm-hmm. proud of how you're raising your kids. Just be ha- proud. Be happy. Yeah. 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 Unclutch that's a, that's your a fucking big, hand. Sorry. <laughs> that's a big thing Stop to be praying. proud. To be Okay. Well, you say it like that. 
Oh, wait, no, wait. Well, your hands are kind of down. <laughs> hey, we all pray in different ways. <laughs> um, oh, God, now I forget what I was going to say. Where's my pentagram? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But um, you guys say, like, uh, uh, you, you, Katie, you were talking about uh, where would you be now if you had something different. Mm. Dave, you were saying, like, I did that shit. I made my life. Mm. Fuck it. We're happy. Yeah, yeah dude. We did some cool shit. Absolutely, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, some of us, it took a little longer to get to a happy place, but... I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't trade my life you know? for the world. And there's plenty of times where I'm like, what if I did this? What if I did that? What if yeah. I didn't go to this? I mean, I travel all around the world, so... Like, what yeah. if I didn't do that? What if I, I got this degree that I was into? What if I was working more in computers? What if I was doing this? Like... Yeah. Then I didn't do this and this and this, and I had a really fucking good time good. doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can still do shit. One thing I'm yeah. really coming to grips with is I'm I'm 33. I can still do shit. I'm st- I'm yeah. working towards um, getting certified with uh, transcription because I really like transcribing, mm-hmm. like legal transcription. That's my jam. I love yeah. that. I'm working on the whole voice acting. I would acting. kill myself if I had to do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's structure and it's... He, but he's not structure. Okay. <laughs> no. But also I think it's important to note that we're very happy and we wouldn't change. But also there's a space to be able to... And this is one thing they won't tell you. Um, is There's not ever taught a healthy space to grieve. And leaving mm. that kind of environment, you grieve. Yeah, you do. A loss of childhood, a loss of in some cases innocence a loss of a lot of things and to be okay with there's going to be a grieving process um and that's totally fine mm-hmm. you know you can be it can be a multifaceted i'm so happy from where i am and your inner child or whatever is grieving um for what you could have had and didn't there's not a lack of gratitude for where you are and that's another thing is you can grieve and still be grateful i was never taught that if you grieve you're not grateful for what you have like like that's oh talk about this it's kind of unspoken but i've heard i've heard bullshit said to my face i miscarried between scotty and philip and fiana and someone said to my face it's okay you're young you'll have more and you have some your kids are so you have so many nice kids now and all this shit. And it's like, I'm not ungrateful for the kids I have now, but I'm grieving. Right. You know, it's this concept that you can't be both. And I think that can be yeah. said for um, loss of what you believe to be potential. That you still have potential. You can do fucking anything. But uh, with your life. And it's, while well, it's you know, lost childhood or whatever, um, it's okay to recognize the grief, but also that we're adults and we can do what we want and that's a big deal that's a big thing i've been grappling with so wow yeah and just to provide space for yourself and to be there for yourself and not in an unhealthy way but you can take up space as authentically authentically as you possibly can and that's exactly what you should be doing filling up space taking up the breadth and width of anything uh that you put your mind to. So that's a big thing. <laughs> are, are we speechless for the first time? 
Very much so. Because um, <laughs> I, I think Dave and I tried to dis- describe what you just said, but we come at it from a um, patriot, like spoiled boys is how <laughs> I feel like. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We we try to 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 say exactly what you said, but we're spoiled boys because we we had the opportunity to figure that out by just talking about sports, like literally right, doing like, whatever we wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So coming from someone who has gone through trials and tribulations of what you have, and come out the other end and say those words means a lot to me <laughs> yeah, but i does. hope it means a lot to the listeners i, I, mm-hmm. it I know does. it means a lot to dave it does like i said it dave and i can describe it but it we literally sound like spoiled boys we come from a po- we yeah. talked about we talked about in the context of race white privilege but we encompass the privilege it's patriarchal it's 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 racial it's it's we come from a perspective regardless of our open-mindedness you don't have that luxury. You come from a very different place. And to be where you are now is, I don't have words for it. I, I don't have words for it. I don't have words for it. It is truly transformational to me as a human being. I, yeah. I love uh, you. I love, I love you. you too. I love so you so much. much. I love you too. God damn it. Fuck. You're going to cry. Yeah, no, I'm already crying, man. This is great. <laughs> What do you have to say? <laughs> do you want to be part of our family? <laughs> I'm already part of your family. <laughs> but um, uh, thank you, Katie, for coming on. And, thank you and for having me. I'm happy to be yeah. here. Anytime. We should get your sister on the show because we could do remote shit. We could. Be yeah. Oh yeah. She'd be down with that, right? She has better stories than I do. She's oh. like she's got some beasts. No, it's awesome. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Thanks for everybody for listening to this two parter on FDR's wheelchair. Um, you know, last week we talked about um, what's that asshole's name? Pat Robertson. Robertson. I mean, shit. Robertson. Uh. Robertson. (laughs) That was almost right. (laughs) And if 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 the stories that you see, if you're watching the Duger show on Netflix or whatever that (laughs) Amazon Prime or whatever. And you're seeing that as kind of like a distant thing. Yeah, that happened to people. This is real stuff. Mm. This happens to people you know. This happens to people that you love. This this is in real time. And, and people have escaped it. People, or if you watch the um, news where the priest was fucking kids, that you know happens mm. constantly. Oh, yeah. Over and over and over again. So the more that you know, the more that you're empowered. Um, if you have struggled with problems like this, if any, any kind of mental health issue, any type of deconstruction, seek licensed therapy. Mm-hmm. Do it. Seek people who have the education mm-hmm. and have the know-how. It's okay. It's all right. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you need more resources, contact FDR's Wheelchair. Yeah. We will definitely um, give you the resources. So FDR's Wheelchair Podcast at gmail.com. If you are suffering through this, we we have the resources that we can give to you. Yeah, we'll do anything that you need. And uh, mm-hmm. if not, we'll just ask Katie. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> utilize me, seriously. She's only got six kids. She's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. So, and, and we don't judge here either. <laughs> you judge me. 
That's not the same thing. <laughs> Quit talking Thank in you. your... Thank you. I've been trying to say that for three years. <laughs> we don't need Ben. We need Katie. <laughs> Is there anything that we're missing? Is there anything else? Oh, God. I could write a book. I know you could. I am you writing are. a book. Good for you. I'll so, read it. Multiple <laughs> short stories for smut readers and then like autobiography I'll read for that too. <laughs> <laughs> to wait, tell my wait. story this I know we're in Ohio, but you can't read your cousin's smut book. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go over the river for that. <laughs> and to Kentucky. But you're close to the river. I know. You're real close and, to the river. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, come on, we'll pop over. <laughs> pop over. Oh, it's okay now. <laughs> Shit. All right. No, do we have anything else left to say? No. I guess this has been... A legacy of FDR in his wheelchair.